Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. and I've got uh, Nick Kanopoulos. He's the uh, CEO of Econus. They're a uh, wireless solutions provider, and we're going to talk about uh, wireless and its expanding, exploding role within the Internet of Things and cloud-based application space. Isn't that right, Nick? Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, I'm really glad you're calling in all the way from uh, Greece for this conversation, and it, I think it's very important that we get opinions from as uh, many people as possible, especially from companies like you that are creating challenging solutions for the space. Uh, yes, I appreciate the, the opportunity uh, because this is uh, an exciting space, as you um, indicated, uh, because it, it is an attempt to essentially connect uh, very dissimilar devices uh, to the Internet and use the Internet and the cloud to um, enable those devices to communicate with each other and at the same time uh, communicate with, uh, with the end user. Uh, the mm -hmm. challenge uh, in the Internet of Things is that um, the space is, is very diverse as far as the, uh, the different uh, communicating components is concerned. Uh, that's one thing. And the second is, um, and the most important in my opinion, is that many of these devices are network agnostic and uh, also not very intelligent devices because we are talking about uh, making, for example, uh, thermostats and locks and uh, fire alarms and uh, all kinds of sensors uh, capable of uh, communicating uh, uh, with each other and also the user via the Internet. Mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, a lot different than having uh, computers or uh, smartphones or uh, uh, even printers uh, doing, doing the same thing because uh, these devices are traditionally uh, network uh, aware, meaning they have a network connection. So it is, it is very challenging in that, uh, in that respect. How do you make those devices, how do you connect them to the network? And, of course, on the, on the cloud uh, side, how you um, make uh, this capability of uh, remote communication through the cloud uh, as ubiquitous as uh, possible. And, of course, um, sufficiently large to allow uh, billions of devices to communicate uh, uh, with each other at the same time. Mm -hmm. and, and also, Nick, you said it was uh, in agnostic to a lot of the technology. It's agnostic to the application space as well. Part of the challenge is there are applications that never had logic, much less interconnectivity, suddenly being given logic and interconnectivity for energy management purposes or uh, return on yes. investment or enhanced operational uh, reliability and the like. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my point. Uh, when I say network agnostic, I mean that uh, these devices uh, were initially designed uh, not with the purpose of communicating with, uh, with anything, just uh, the user being... Uh, physically there and controlling the device. Now mm -hmm. uh, we add the component that uh, allows the device to communicate and transfer data uh, to the cloud, 
but uh, we also we allow a back path which um, enables a user, even a remote user, uh, to control the device. So the device becomes one, networked, and two, it becomes uh, smarter because um, it can take commands and, uh, and adjust in um, almost real time. Uh, so, so we are talking about a, a different uh, ecosystem and um, a level of intelligence that uh, was not there before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Nick, where do you fit in now? Where does Econus fit into that ecosystem? Where, what part of that ecosystem are you trying to add value to for the uh, system? Okay, uh, our um, technology and products uh, solves the local communication parts of, uh, of the problem. All these devices, in order to communicate and get their data to the cloud, they have to go from the device itself, they have to, to transmit and receive data from the device itself to an access point that it is connected to the Internet. What we are providing is the communication path from the device to the access point. And this is a local area communication, and what we provide is a, a smart a Wi-Fi module that uh, is easily integrated into any type of these devices and provides the communication, the wireless communication, uh, from the device to an access point and through the access point uh, to the cloud. And what we provide is the hardware component, which is the module itself, and the software required running on the hardware component that allows the device to seamlessly communicate to a cloud service. Right now, uh, we have a partner, uh, Zively, who, who offers uh, cloud service, but our solution can be uh, adjusted and adapted uh, by other cloud services like uh, Amazon or Alibaba or whomever the end user um, works with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, understandably, this is going to be an interesting mix of modular components that are scalable and custom and solutions that are usually going to be more software-based, but there might be some uh, hardware involved, but primarily a case of everyone's going to have to take from the resources what they need to fit into the infrastructure, and the needs are going to vary. How do you help companies that want to implement your solutions into theirs, how do you help them achieve that? Okay. Uh, we believe, we firmly believe that uh, in order for the Internet of Things to expand as fast as uh, people expect, the inclusion of the communication path should be as simple as possible for the end product designer. Because in contrast to designers who make uh, tablets and phones, uh, the designers of these products uh, usually uh, never had to deal with um, wireless communications like, like Wi-Fi. So what we are trying to do in developing our product is to ensure that when the product is used by a, a designer, 
the integration of the product into uh, Alfar product into the final uh, components, uh, it is very, very easy. We have two product families that uh, will facilitate um, uh, this goal. One mm-hmm. is what we call uh, Wi-Fi ready uh, MCU modules. In that product, we have a general purpose MCU, which is an ARM MCU, uh, with a Wi-Fi front end, fully certified. So the user can essentially use this one as a motherboard to develop the entire product. Let's take, for example, that, uh, the, the case that uh, you want to make a smart thermostat that uh, connects uh, ubiquitously to, um, to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Then all the thermostat functionality can be developed on the MCU. It is a 32-bit uh, ARM Cortex-3 or Cortex-4 uh, MCU. We have a number of products in that, uh, in that family. Uh, lots of, of I.O. To, to do the functionality, and then um, that's the basis for, for the end product. Now, if the customer or the application is already using another MCU because of legacy code or because of, uh, of choice, then we have a module that connects to that MCU through usually a serial interface like uh, serial or SPI or SDIO, and we make available another module that it is very easily integrated to, to that MCU. The user has to write maybe uh, 20 lines of code through our uh, application uh, interface, and uh, they have uh, their device communicating via Wi-Fi. The, uh, I guess advantage of what we offer is that all the Wi-Fi functionality is embedded into the module. So the user mm-hmm. doesn't really need to do a lot on the, on the communication side. And, and I may add, uh, we support end-to-end security. So uh, the data is secure on going over the air, but it's also secure going from the access point to the cloud. Got it, got it. Well, and the thing is, Nick, that's that's actually a very important point to make is that by providing a complete solution and involving the most critical part in today's world, the security, you make it an easier solution for your customers. Um, that's correct. The other advantage we offer is that uh, for uh, certain applications that uh, require uh, media streaming, uh, we comply, for example, to, to DLNA, so if somebody wants to build, um, uh, let's say, a wireless speaker, then they can take our device, integrate it into their speaker, and uh, they can um, play music from their uh, smartphone without having to download a specific or a special application on their smartphone. Because we are mm-hmm. DLNA compliant, and therefore, this standard is already part of their Android platform, or if they use um, an Apple product, they can download DLNA to their Apple product. In the next couple of months, we are also gonna, since we are Apple uh, partners, we are also gonna introduce um, AirPlay, and therefore Apple products will be able to uh, 
communicate directly with a device that has our module in it and uh, stream uh, media. So in addition to the connectivity function, we provide application uh, code that addresses um, uh, this kind of, uh, of uh, products, like media streaming, for example. Understood. So, that, and, and there are so, it, the bottom line is, is that it's just so many application spaces and so many things that there are people who haven't even thought of that will benefit from being an intelligent connected device. And so having these kinds of modular solutions are very important. What I like to do also is uh, give my uh, uh, interviewee an opportunity to leave uh, the last word. So before we close out this uh, podcast, I'd like you, you to just give us a little bit of like how you see around the corner. I realize that the road is very bumpy and there's a lot of turns, so you can't see too far around the corner. But what, what advice do you have for the design community in this space that you'd like to leave us all before we close the podcast? Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, I believe that this space will, uh, will expand um, exponentially. And uh, the reason for that is there is this uh, ubiquitous medium uh, called Wi-Fi that all these devices can communicate over uh, that uh, has an, a very widely available installed uh, infrastructure. Um, however, in deciding um, what kind of module to use or what kind of Wi-Fi solution to use, in order to integrate into a product, uh, I think um, the end designer, my, my recommendation for the end designer will be to, um, uh, to first of all consider the ease of integration as uh, uh, number one uh, priority and then use uh, something that is already certified so uh, they don't have to spend the time uh, to, um, to do the, the certifications required in order to deploy the product in, uh, in different uh, markets. And uh, last but not least, uh, consider very carefully uh, customer support because um, uh, Wi-Fi is um, a, fairly, a fairly complex medium that uh, sometimes uh, the integration to the end product uh, requires uh, help. And uh, the help the end customer uh, is getting is uh, is going to affect uh, his uh, product introduction cycle and uh, also the, the reliability f for his end product. And that these are very, very important uh, factors to consider. I, ag I agree with you completely, Nick, because that's the other side of the coin with a rapidly growing and developing technology space is it's very easy to accidentally under-design or even worse sometimes over-design the solutions. Uh, yeah, and uh, for example, in some other technologies where, for example, interoperability is not guaranteed, um, Although, although there are standards, um, uh, sometimes interoperability is not, is not there. Uh, it happens uh, quite frequently with Zigbee that is not uh, so widely deployed. I mean, the last thing you want is to build a product, to have a communication um, capability, and then deploy it, but then this product doesn't talk to the access point and therefore cannot be connect, connected to the, to the Internet. 
um, that is the cause for product returns, a lot of uh, customer support calls, and so forth. So what you want to do is you want to resolve these problems uh, because um, these are consumer products, uh, or many of them, I would say, are consumer products, and uh, the margin is not uh, high enough to support uh, uh, product returns and uh, uh, unsatisfied customers. Agreed completely, Nick. So thank you so much for bringing your insight and your information to the show. Um, as I said, this is a very challenging and growing space, and so every input that the community can get is appreciated. So thank you very much for taking the time to be here on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure's mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.